Welcome to the Winner's Guide to Losing Football Bets. This week's episode is brought to you by Crystal Clear Ice Cubes. I just made my first batch, and I'm pretty proud of myself. We are heading into week nine of the NFL football season. Before we head to our picks, let's go over last week's stats from our panel. Unfortunately, our guest contributor, Stephanie... Her tactic of not knowing anything about football did not serve her well as she correctly called more games than the rest of the panel. She ended up with seven correct picks at 50%. Aaron followed suit with six, and Paul, Dan, and Adam all sat at five. On the season, on the season, Paul and Dan have 42 correct picks and are at 49%. Aaron has 38 correct picks and 45% on the season. And Adam is your leader at winning at losing football bets with 34 picks at 40%. So keep doing it, Adam. You're knocking it out of the park. For some of the other stats, against the grain, Aaron went 2-1. And and on the season, she is 6-3. Adam was 1-1. And and on the season, he is 4-4. Paul and Dan both did not go against the grain this week. Paul still sits at 8-3, and three, Dan at 7-2. and two. And games we all agreed upon, we went 1-4, and four, which brings our season total to 12-13. and 13. So probably stay away from those picks when we all agree upon them because it's a 50-50 and nobody needs that shit. Anyway, on to this week's picks. First game of the week. New England, five and a half point favorites over the visiting Indianapolis Colts. This might be Bill Belichick's worst year coaching, but he will still show he can humble first year quarterbacks, New England. First, the Colts benched Matt Ryan and now they've fired the offensive coordinator. I think Frank Wright's seat is getting a little hot. Patriots quarterback, Mac Zappi, could struggle against a decent Colts defense, but I think the Patriots put up enough points to cover the five and a half. So for the same reason, uh, I will be picking the Patriots. The Colts keep making a lot of changes, and I feel like middle of the season, they're still trying to find their footing. Uh, So for that reason, Patriots. My math says that the Patriots are going to win by 10. I don't know if that's going to happen, but I think they can win by at least six. So I've gone with the Patriots. Well, since I chose the wrong one last week, I'll go with the Patriots. Buffalo, 12.5 point favorites over the home New York Jets. Dan. Division games can be slugfest no matter the skill on either side. The Bills are capable of covering 12.5, but have a tendency to let teams back into games. I think the Jets get a backdoor cover here with some garbage time touchdowns. That's all out the window if Zach Wilson continues chucking balls to the wrong team, though. Going with the Bills. The Jets might have the defense to hold off the Bills. Um, Might slow them down, but I think the Bills are still going to cover by two touchdowns. The Packers were able to cover against the Bills last week, and if they can do it, anyone can. My math says the Bills are going to be won by 12 and the spread is 12 and a half, so I'm going with the Jets. Yeah, the Jets have not played well at home, and while Zach Wilson did throw three interceptions last week, he also passed for over 300 yards. Buffalo cruises 
but I do think the Jets do get some garbage points, so I do pick the New York Jets. I'm going to go with Buffalo again. Miami, five-and-a-half-point favorites over Chicago. Adam. Uh, Dolphins, one name, and I can't pronounce the last name, Tua. (laughs) (laughs) My math has the Bears, but I think my math is skewed because of how many weeks, what was it, one, two, (laughs) the Dolphins were without their quarterback. Uh, So I have gone with the Dolphins on this one. And that is Tungavailoa. Thank you. There is no N if you actually look at the spelling of it, but that's how he has pronounced it himself. Interesting. So not a silent N, it's an invisible N. Correct. All right. Nice. Uh, But Justin Fields seems to be finding his groove and uh, seems to be making plays happen, but his defense has been bad before they traded their two best players, so I did pick Miami. I am also going with Miami here. Acquiring wide receiver Chase Claypool is not enough to offset trading away Robert Quinn and Roquan Smith on defense. Dolphins are going to roll here. I really, really, really like the Bears, and I think they can pull one out. Minnesota, three-and-a-half-point favorites over Washington. Aaron. I'm going to keep picking against the Commanders, no matter how many times that burns me. But even so, my math says the Vikings are going to win by seven, so I'm going with the Vikings. Somehow Washington is on a three-game win streak, and Minnesota has not looked great on the road. I feel Washington makes this the latest in a season all division teams are above 500. Washington. I was going to go with the Commanders because the Vikings' wins have been fairly close this season. But they traded for TJ Hawkinson, and this is a revenge game for Kirk Cousins. I'm going to switch to the Vikings. So along Paul's lines, I'm wondering if the Commanders are a sleeper team out there. Three in a row, and nobody's noticing. i got to go with the Commanders on this one. And nobody's ever won three in a row before and then lost. We didn't expect them to win any. No, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, commanding. we got to command that win again, Commanders. Green Bay, three-and-a-half-point favorite over Detroit. Romeo Dobbs will have a huge game, scoring two touchdowns and receiving for over 150 yards in a 35 to 14 loss, Detroit. What? Wow, that's that's pretty epic, Paul. That's uh, very that specific. Be, yeah, that might be the most specific uh, prediction you've ever had there. I've got to write that to 35 to 14. Yeah, somebody write, write that, that down. Somewhere. Write that down. I've got it in my notes. Right. Okay, great. Um, I'm just going to say, I'm surprised the spread is this close. Is this more telling for the Packers or the Lions? I'm still going to take the Packers here. So last week was exactly what the Packers needed, according to Aaron Rodgers. This week, they're bouncing back, going with the Packers. Packers did, I picked against the Packers, as you all know, uh, because I accidentally... Uh, circled the bills <laughs> and that is when the Packers choose to cover yeah. so really I should pick against the Packers and then they will win uh, but uh, like an abused spouse uh, they keep hurting me and I keep coming back I have picked the Packers Ooh, I gotta go with my big cat LA Chargers three and a half point favorites over Atlanta Dan 
Chargers have had two weeks to prepare, but could still be without wide receiver Keenan Allen, who suffered a setback during their bye. The Falcons get Corderell Patterson back from IRR just in time to face a defense, allowing the most yards per carry in the league. I'm going with the Falcons. This whole time, I thought it was Cordell Patterson. Is there a Cordell Patterson in the league as well? No. Okay. I'm sorry, Dan. Who did you say? Cordell. Thank you. No, I'm uh, good. I'm also going with the Falcons. Uh, I, I haven't seen much out of the Chargers lately, and mostly just because the Falcons are at home. The Chargers are always terrible. The Falcons are at home. Chargers have to go all the way across the country unless they're still in the East Coast from last week for some reason. No, they had uh, a bye. Okay, good. Uh, and my math says the Falcons are going to win outright, so I've gone with the Falcons. Atlanta's secondary is hit with injuries, and so are the Chargers receivers, so that kind of nullifies, I think, both. Arthur Smith is the better coach, and Atlanta plays better at home. Atlanta. I'm just going to say that I am actually very interested in watching this game because the Chargers are the next opponent for my beloved 49ers. Yes, this is going to tell us a lot. Or nothing, because this has been a weird season. Weird season, but Keenan Allen may not be back for the 49ers game either. They're saying yeah. that he could still be out another two, three weeks. Yeah, they're, they're running out of issues. I think just out of principle, my mom would hate me for picking the Chargers, so we'll go with uh, the Falcons. Cincinnati, seven and a half point favorites over Carolina. Adam. So uh, Jamar Chase is still out for the Bengals. I think that's going to hurt them on the offense. That makes that seven and a half point spread a little dangerous for me. I think they'll still win, but I don't think by more than a touchdown. So we're going to go with Panthers. I don't think either team is good. Uh, I have this game actually as a tie. So I'm going with the Panthers. Carolina is playing inspired football and the Bengals can't stay out of their own way. Zach Taylor is overrated as a coach, Carolina. This one's simple. The Bengals beat the Falcons by 18. The Falcons beat the Panthers by three. By my math, the Bengals win by 21. <laughs> I'm a mathlete. That's the transitive property right there. I'm glad to know someone else is going with the faulty math on this one. <laughs> Wait, I have two cats. What am I going to do? The Bengal or the Panther? We're going to go with the Panther because I like Panthers. Las Vegas, one and a half point favorite over the Jacksonville Jaguars. Aaron. I always pick against the Raiders. I don't know what they're doing. It usually uh, burns me, but my math says the Jaguars are going to win, so I'm going with the Jaguars. The Raiders in their first five losses combined to lose by 14 points, then lost by 24 in a shutout. They have more talent, but they seem to do the least with it. I'm picking Jacksonville. And now Paul's embracing the math. I think the Raiders will score more points than they did last week. Well, let's hope. (laughs) A field goal will do it. The Jags are finally facing a team worse than they are. I'm going with the home team, Jaguars. So on paper, it's a toss-up. I don't think it will be in reality, uh, Jaguars. Heck no to the Vegas Raiders, Bay Area. We gotta go with the Jaguars. 
not comfortable with the number of games we all agree on. Yeah, that never works for any of us. Last week was actually really bad for us. <laughs> Quit picking all the same teams I pick. Arizona, one and a half point favorite over Seattle. So an Arizona win helps keep San Francisco close to Seattle, but I just don't see that happening. Arizona has two of the worst contract extensions this year in Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury. Seattle wins. The Seahawks are definitely the surprise team of the NFC West this year. Who knew Geno Smith could actually play football? All joking aside, I like taking the better team, getting the points, Seahawks. Again, on paper, this uh, should be a toss-up. This is the highest over-under for the week at 50 and a half. It's just going to be whoever has the ball is going to score. It's going to come down to the fourth quarter. For that, I'm just not going to pick the Seahawks. Cardinals. Yeah, my math has the Seahawks winning outright, so i got to go with the Seahawks. I gotta go with my green jerseys, Seahawks. Tampa Bay, two and a half point favorites over the LA Rams. Damn. I hate this game, and I don't want to take either team. I'm just gonna go with the home field advantage points here, Bucks. Brady's still playing? Brady. Yeah. Well, <laughs> like, he, he's suiting up. He, I mean, he's supposed to play in this game, but he hasn't been looking good. He's been looking tired. For that reason, and that alone, I'm gonna go with the Rams. My math says it's a tie, so I should go with the Rams. And also, Tom Brady's marital problems. I feel like uh, he's not, well, everybody knows no, he's not playing well right now. mind is not in the game. Right, but still, Rams are not good. The Buccaneers are at home. I'm picking the Buccaneers. Tom Brady is leading the league in pass attempts, which doesn't include him passing on his marriage. Oh! oh. But Tampa Bay finally starts running the football and gets the cover. Uh, again, no L.A. Buccaneers. Kansas City, 12.5-point favorite over Tennessee. Adam. Chiefs are on fire. They're going to keep with the momentum. Chiefs are going to win by more than two touchdowns. My prediction, at least three touchdowns, probably four. My math says the Chiefs are going to win by nine. Spread is 12.5. I don't like picking the favorite with the big spreads, but sometimes that uh, hurts me. I feel like the Chiefs are at home. They've got it here. I'm going with the Chiefs against the math. There are a few pretend teams in the NFL, and Tennessee is one of them. Andy Reid isn't the type to take the foot off the gas in a football game, Kansas City. It's hard to cover big spreads in the NFL, and I just don't see the Titans getting blown out here. I'm going with the Titans. We'll go with the Titans this time because, you know, Titans are pretty cool. Baltimore, two and a half point favorites over New Orleans. Aaron. My math says the Ravens are going to win by four, but the Saints are at home. I feel like the Saints are, I don't know, doing something. So I've gone with the Saints. Baltimore has played better on the road than at home, and they have just upgraded their defense with Roquan Smith, which should help them maintain a fourth quarter lead and a cover. The Ravens have uh, held several leads this season that they've given up. I agree with Paul. The addition of Roquan Smith makes the Ravens a much stouter defense, so they won't blow a lead in this game. Ravens. Well, now you guys have got me doubting myself. I hate that two-and-a-half-point spread. It essentially means that the underdog, the Saints, are going to have to win in order to cover, but I'm a glutton for punishment. I'm going with the Saints. This is a hard one. Uh, 
Kristoff would want me to choose uh, the Ravens. And I know you don't know who he is, but I'm just going to have to throw that out there. Great picks this week. We look forward to seeing everybody back next week. And good luck and happy gambling.